what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, world? This is the Down with the King podcast. I am your host, Will K the King, alongside C Wade. Oh, you didn't know? And it's we F-A, are, baby. And we are back like we never left for the fifth time, episode five number time. five. Five times. No- Come on, son. We've been at this five times already. It's, it's crazy. Right. Uh, it's been uh, about a week and a half since our last episode was completed, um, uploaded, available on iTunes and Google um, Play, SoundCloud, working on uh, Spotify. We'll, we'll let you know when we get there. All right, so we got a few things to touch on. There's been a lot going on the last week and a half or so. Um, but before we go, um, we got to kind of start on this little sadder note. Not that I really want to start on it, but it's important that we go. And it's going to be important to my first topic. So first and foremost, I just want to... One moment. Say, worst thing comes to worst, I fucking die. A tragic death or some shit, and I'm not able to see out my dreams i at least want to know that the kids perceived my message and were able to make something of themselves and able to take my message and use it and turn it into something positive and to to at least have a good life i at least if i'm gonna if i'm gonna die or ever be a sacrifice i want to make sure that my life made at least five million kids happy or they found some sort of answers or resolve in my life Regardless of the negative around my name Regardless of, of the bad things people say to me I don't give a fuck Because I know my goal in the end And I know what I want for everyone And I know what my message is So I just wanted to say I appreciate and love all of you And I believe in you all Do not let your depression make you Do not let your body define your soul Let your soul define your body your mind is limitless. You are worth you are worth more than you could believe. All you have to do is dream. And all you have to do is want to fulfill that dream and have the strength to fulfill that dream. All right. So, first of all, rest in peace to XX Triple X and Tentacion, um, who was murdered in this uh, car last week, um, coming out of a bike shop in his hometown. Um, it looks like they caught the guy that did it. Kid was only fucking twenty years old. Twenty years. Twenty old. fucking he years old. Life yet. Right. You know, he had just kind of. You know, I'm not. You know, and, and I'll be honest. I'm not. I'm not huge into his music like that. Yeah, um, honestly, the first time I heard of the kid was uh, watching Everyday Struggle. Actually, when they talked about when he got snuffed on stage, when he dude ran on stage and hit him. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I'd ever heard of him. Um, but just from the conversations I've seen about the kid at that point, you know, he was, you know, he's an advocate for mental health. Um, and he had his own demons. Uh, and first and foremost, I'm not here to say he wasn't, you know, he was the best person or a great person, any of that stuff. I'm not going to get into all that. I'm not going to debate his any morality with people because that's been an ongoing debate. And I'm going to cover some of that in a minute. But first and foremost, the kid lost his life. And it's whatever his violence and right that matter. And, and whatever you want to say about him, he was a twenty year old kid. He wasn't a fucking grown man. Yeah, he you know, he gross. may be he may be in 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 the world we live in. Legal age is twenty one years old. And even then, you're not fully mentally grown, especially when you have your own mental issues that he's clearly he's clearly been clear about and made you know very clear in his music. He was a, you know he was a big proponent of mental health, and so you know. 
definitely he had his demons and you know he was you know the things he was accused of as far as the the domestic violence things were definitely things that I don't condone of course nor should anybody right at the same time I, you know you see people online saying oh well good riddance or you know fuck him you know who cares what he did and it's like look I get it I, sh- I get it you don't you don't we don't condone the shit that he's accused of doing. Nobody should. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I nobody wants him to just get shot. Because my thing is this: if we're truly, so and I see a lot of this even with my friends, and they're big on. As a man, it's one thing to say you're not like all these other men doing this shit, but it's another thing if you're saying you're holding your friends accountable and holding other men accountable for the shit they mm-hmm. do. I truly agree with that. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I'm out here doing everything I can to be, be a proponent and protect women if I'm allowing the dude next to me to do the shit and I'm not calling him on this bullshit. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, me and Chris couldn't be cool if Chris, if I heard Chris was hitting this chick. That just wouldn't be cool. No. And then vice versa, he wouldn't be cool with me. And if he was my friend, it would be on some nigga, you need to chill that out. Because best believe, I whip one of my friends ass before for that shit. So I damn sure ain't about to sit here and condone it. Nah. It's just not going to happen. At the same time, if we're in the process of trying to, you know, teach and get people to learn and get better, you know, he's a 20-year-old kid. He still has an experienced life. And, yes, the things he's done are wrong. But people change. People grow. And that he, he could be the kind of person that for all the things that he's accused of doing or things he may have done. In the future, he could be that person that prevents some other kid from doing that same shit because he's been there and he knows what pushed him there. He can speak to those things from experience because my thing is, if we are not teaching, you know, people what not to do or what to do, it's just like with this shit with, um, what's his name? The dude that played in the, he played for the Ravens. Oh, uh, Ray Rice? Ray Rice. Yeah, Same Ray thing Rice with him. The whole shit that happened with him was terrible, and we all know that. But out of that came him being a guy now that goes out and speaks against domestic violence and speaks to these children and these young men about the things that... Because even he would say, I never thought I would do that, you know? And, and yeah, we'll always have the skepticism, and I'm sure he's done it before, but we don't know that. Right, but we we do know that's, that's it, the first time we ever caught it because the thing, right? Because another thing is this: people always say well, we don't know. He probably's been doing that. I said we don't know that, and I'm not going to assume one way or the other. Because my thing is, even somebody that's never done it, like even somebody that did it once, didn't do it before. Right. What I'm saying is, there is a starting point. Whether that starting point happened then or happened before that, I have no idea because I wasn't there. Right. But what I will say is this. How you turn your your situation around and how you become a proponent and an advocate and how you say you know what I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the beacon or the example so that other people don't make the same mistake I made. That's that's a big thing because we can all sit here and say we've made mistakes. May not necessarily be as heinous as some of the things we're talking about, but we all made bad decisions. How you turn around and become a person that's a that's teaching and passing that knowledge that you learned from being in that position is going to be a big thing. How you atone as an as a human being. So, who who's to say what would have happened with um, XXX? 
you know, as he got older, from all accounts from people that knew him, they say he was trying to turn his life around. Yeah, he was in, in that mud- clip. He, he she clearly showed some kind of remorse. And even people that have been around bad. him have said he's been more in a clear space. He's been really looking at getting being a better person. So those people that have been around him can say that, and they they're looking at him saying he's actually getting better. That doesn't absolve him with whatever he's done before. He right. he was going to have to answer those things anyway. But in the long run. I would. Uh, it's better for that young man to atone for the things that he's done, and then move forward, being a person that can be an advocate and a beacon for preventing those things from happening in the future, and being a person that can talk to these young kids, these young men, to prevent them from doing the same shit. Because we don't, you know, you know, we talk about mental health, and you can't sit here and tell me you you support mental health, but then ignore somebody that's uh, that's clearly a victim of it because mental health doesn't some mental health can affect you in so many different ways you don't know. And I'm not gonna sit here, like I said, I'm not trying to justify anything he did, but this it just is what it is. It is what it's, it is. This is just an observation of what X has done and what has become. Right, and it's just like people. The fact that people can literally go online and say, well, fuck him, I'm glad he's dead. It's like, really? Are you heartless, bro? Like, really? A young fucking, a young like, black he's man. He's not even a legal kid. Uh, you just going to say good riddance? A young black man lost his life for no fucking reason at all. And y'all tell day, it. Like, and y'all in saying, his car, just slumped over. And y'all, and y'all motherfuckers saying, oh, my God, I'm glad he's gone. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him because of what he did. And, again, I get fuck him but not kill him. Right. Like, 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 don't end like, him. Y'all niggas up there. Like, you can, you that can, shit's wrong. Yeah, that's because God forbid one of your kids ever make you one of your kids. If your son, like, if your son or daughter or your son is in a situation where he ever, for any reason, puts his hand on a woman, even if it's one time for whatever reason, are you gonna say kill him too? Right, you're not gonna want. That Regardless of how bad the situation is, no. But because it's not somebody you know or you somebody you have any affection for one way or the other, it's oh well, no, he's dead, so fuck him. That's wrong. That's fucking wrong. That's that's, that's foul. And that's and that's some bullshit. That's like y'all foul. y'all should feel the same yourself, and that's fine. Y'all can do what y'all want, but it's like, dude, this kid fucking lost his life. Senseless for violence. no fucking reason. Senseless violence. So so. After you kill a guy like X, what do you gain from that? You're not going to get no kind of love from it. Like well, they, and you, go, you got caught already, so... What well, that, and that thing is, that goes to a whole other thing, because I was, and you was talking about him being slumped over in the car, and that speaks to what I was going to speak to this generation and kids is... This, the the sensationalization... Since I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sensationalized <laughs> nature of this generation is crazy as hell to me. Like, these people are desensitized to everything. Because I've seen a dead body before. Yeah, me too. That shit ain't okay. That shit is not okay. These people literally, this kid is slumped over in his fucking car. And, and instead of calling an ambulance, they recording his lifeless body while he's just like, what the fuck? Y'all niggas ain't calling a fucking ambulance. Nah. Nothing. Y'all just like, the first there. thing y'all do is just put y'all oh put shit. Up I gotta get I gotta get this shit on Snapchat. What the right. fuck? Like, like who the fuck are you people? Like niggas get come from. And I don't know what it is about this generation, but everything is about being the first to post some shit online. To the point now where it's hey shit. I gotta be the first one. I don't care if you got hurt. Let me get this shit on camera first. 
Like, let, God forbid I ever get shot or I'm hurt in the fucking street. I'm more worried that somebody gonna come up and try to world star and give me a world star than this about me fucking getting help. Exactly. Like shit, you like this shit's ridiculous. Like I don't understand how y'all can be that desensitized to see a dead body in front of you and just be like, hey. Oh, good. Well, this. you know, dead body. So what? That shit's crazy as hell to me. Like y'all niggas is fucking like y'all fucking snake. Y'all take this savage shit way too fucking literal. Yeah. Like that's some that's some inhuman bullshit for real. And I was when people kept posting the video, I'm like, why the fuck are y'all posting this damn video? Exactly. Like I had to already got enough uh, got enough to look at on the news and on Facebook and everybody's timeline anyway. Alright, I I had to unfriend people over that bullshit. Yeah. Like Rightfully so. Like, what the fuck? Who are you people? You inhuman bastards. Like, it's crazy to me. And like I said, much like, you know, like I said, thoughts to, you know, X's family and, you know, the people that care about him. Because regardless of how you felt about him and regardless of anything, that young man lost his life and he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. And y'all can say this karma bullshit and all that other stuff. I find that's fine. But damn it, no. Like that's it's, just the difference between karma because, and because if karma was so important that George Zimmerman wouldn't be alive. Exactly. This motherfucker wouldn't been like let's be clear, y'all niggas would have took him on a long time ago. Karma y'all karma can't be selective. It's like it only affects some people when not the others. Nah. Nah, karma is that not, shit gotta be it's consistent. Not the same bro. thing as natural selection. I need that shit to be consistent. I need that shit to be consistent. Or I gotta check karma's bag. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I just, uh, I really wanted to. Karma may be a bitch, but so is life. (laughs) And I just wanted to touch on that shit because it was just crazy as hell to me, right? Yeah. So, you know, we had to start that off, you know, that week. week. Oh, and and that's another thing. Like, the same fucking day, just hours later, another kid, another young-ass rapper got shot the same fucking day. Like, when is this like, going to end? The, what the fuck? Like, look. When is this shit going to end? I'm, and to be honest with you, I blame our generation for that shit. Man. The, like, let's be real. Like, now, the internet shit, we didn't, I mean, you know, we didn't like, do that shit, but niggas just come out here taking niggas' lives, not wanting to square for up. For reason. Like, niggas don't want to square up. Niggas don't want to fight. It's funny, I was uh, watching the interview with Joe Budden and Styles P, and he was talking about his, like, He's like, do an experiment. He said, you know, get your young boys and be like, yeah, man. So uh, we got to go shoot these niggas up and best, best believe them niggas will be like, yeah, man, let's go. I got this. I got that. Let's go. He said, but tell them niggas this. Like, yeah, so we got to go. You see them 12 niggas like us five dudes. We got to go square up and find them. Wait, we got we to gotta fight? No, nah, I'm good. No, nah. because niggas don't want to square up no nah, more. Ain't niggas, nobody trying to scrap no more. Because niggas is fed of, fed of taking the L. Everything is about not taking the L. The thing is this: growing up, you knew you might you might not win every fight. That's just the reality of it. Mm-hmm. But at least you fought. Like, like that's it. The biggest L you could take is not, uh, it's not trying. The biggest L you could take is not trying. But these kids, like, oh, I'm not taking the L. I'd rather kill a nigga. And okay, I was like, really? So, you so afraid of taking the L that you rather just take a life? Take, oh, so you just gonna shoot this guy? For what? Because you know it's better than him whooping my ass potentially. You can't. Apparently, that's you, that's the way listen, these kids. You could you could possibly survive a bullet wound, and you just at the same time you could survive a black eye. Black eyes can go away. Bullet wounds don't. Niggas don't care. 
They feel like I'm not going to miss if I got an AK. <laughs> yeah, you will. That's just how they feel. Come on, son. Although they do miss in every fucking movie. Hey, I was just saying, you shooting like, like Schwarzenegger and Commando. You just wave the gun and you just hit one person. Like, come on, man. Well, it could be like 18 where they never killed anybody on the whole nah, show. Nah, like, they don't even use guns, man. They use explosives and the whole environment around them. They, they use, everybody they use guns too. They used to use fucking automatics. And yeah, never but shot they don't, anybody. nobody gets shot. In That's the my eight point. Seasons. They never shot anybody in the fucking eight seasons. Come on, man. In eight seasons, nobody ever got killed. Nobody ever got killed. They, they always could shoot ammo, shoot it accurately enough to the blow or to make a truck flip over, <laughs> make that that G flip over, but they could never shoot nobody. <laughs> nope, dead in front of them. Nah, sir. All the dirt come up, but you can't shoot them in the leg, nothing. nothing. We, just, we just gonna no, fly no, out of this. Nobody uh, ever got shot. Not a one. We just gonna fly out of this makeshift plane that's been sitting in the garage. And then Hannibal got shot in his leg. <laughs> but still. Alright. <laughs> so moving on, Ty. Moving on. So it's been so we've been in the midst of this whole I guess you could say it's like the expansion of Good Music Friday. Yeah. To yeah. an extent, it's it's really just another version of that Good Music Friday. I was wondering when they was gonna do that again too. So that was good. We had Push no the T first. We had the Yay album. Mm-hmm. Then we had the Kanye and Cuddy yeah, album. Yeah, Cuddy. Kiss see ghosts. Uh-huh. Um, and then next up was Nas. Uh-huh. Um, it took a little longer than they planned on to actually upload it. <laughs> um, <sighs> and you so of course the memes were out. You know, talking about it. And so it finally got posted like Saturday morning, something like that. Something like that, yeah. And um, so first and foremost, did you hear Nas album yet? I did. I actually heard the live stream when uh When it was in Queensbridge? Yep. Okay. I actually saw it right before I went to uh, Incredibles Two. Alright, so what did you think of the Nas album? What are your impressions? Uh Okay. In some aspects I think the Nas album sounds like a RZA album in some points. Cause because of the samples that Ye use, it kinda sounds like a RZA album. I could I could I could get that a little bit. But I think that's also part of it is that this is the first time we've heard Nas rap Nas on this on, kind of samples. Yeah. It's the like, first time we heard Nas work with Kanye. Or on just in that, or or even this time, these type of beats really like. Yeah. Not, I mean, really, I mean, he's been, for the most part, that's kind of been one of the things that people talk about in his career is, he really hasn't had great production since maybe his first album. Yeah. He's had like a primo beat here and there. Because he's he's had a primo beat, large professor. Beat. What's what I'm saying? He started off with so many great like he had Pete Rock, large professor, primo. Like he had some of the goats on his fucking first album. Mm-hmm. So from that point on, you set the bar that high. Mm-hmm. The expectation is that your production is gonna be hey, a Q-tip on there too. Mm-hmm. Like the expectation is your bar is gonna stay that high. And so production value wise, his albums weren't always up to what his counterparts were, like Hove and then even again, Biggie is, back then. Like then again, this is a whole new era of music. Though. Well, even yeah, and I understand now, but you were talking about even the nineties people talked about it. But I think now yeah. and so people have been waiting for this Kanye and him album, him and Nas for 
10 years now even talking about doing it so we, nah, so I was happy finally done so I was I was happy that the album was done I'm not still not sure about this whole seven song thing I think it worked for some not all because it worked for Pusha Pusha's album was perfect the way it was yeah cause I was listening to his uh, uh, Pusha's interview on Drink Champs and he had said something to the effect like it's better to have seven good songs than to cram fifteen. And I get to that. squeeze out a hit. I get, I get, I feel, and I get the thing about that is that though, when the only counter to that is, if you're only gonna do seven songs, those seven songs gotta hit. Right, they gotta be dope. They gotta be dope. So Pushes album, I think, checked that box. Mm-hmm. The Yay album was, I was maybe four, four, maybe four to five songs I like. Mm-hmm. Who I don't necessarily hate, but I'm, I could do without. So I haven't heard that yet. I haven't heard the Yeah album yet because I'm I'm just leaving skepticism. <laughs> right. The kids see Ghost album I love, but that's really a Cuddy album. Right. First like sound wise, it is a Cuddy album with yeah. Kanye just on there. Right. But it's really a Cuddy album. Like the sounds, the production, all that stuff is pretty much a so, Cuddy so album. So it's kind of like a it's kind of like a prime album. Right. It's a it's really a Cuddy album. Right. And then. Nas's album and Nas is like I said Nas is gonna be Nas I think I saw some people talking about I think some songs always saying Nas need a metronome <laughs> because there were a couple songs where he was off yeah and every every song that I heard he was kind of like a second off right like this guy's out here rapping like Big Pun <laughs> just slightly off beat but, but it wasn't it wasn't like it was a good album it wasn't great it wasn't it wasn't, like, it, excellent. it wasn't a Nas album it wasn't and I think that's why people were like a little hesitant because it wasn't Nas so and we got the Nas it was, album it was okay to me it went, I didn't say. love it I didn't I, I'll, tell you, I, I'll say this I'll say this Nasir is not my favorite but Nasir. it probably goes in that category with um, Nostradamus. Nostradamus. Uh, hip hop is dead. I actually liked hip hop is dead. Hip hop is hip hop is dead was okay. That's probably it's God funny because actually has my favorite um, him and Kanye song. Mm, dang. It's called. I think it's called Street Dreaming or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What, yeah. what, what, what? One, two, one, two. Yeah. Like that's that. I love that song. With the old Kanye. Right. So that song, that sample was dope as shit. Yeah. Um, and then also had Black Republicans on the album. So, oh, of course. You know. Of course. Um. What was the other one? Was the double album? Godson. No. Godson was the double. No, album, it was um. It was after Godson. It was uh. Oh, the Untitled album. No, Untitled wasn't, but I liked Untitled. It was before that. Was it Life is... Let me see, Life is... It wasn't Life is Good, but I like Life is Good. good. I love Life is Good. Uh, So let's go down the timeline real quick. We got... It was... uh, Illmatic. It was written. uh, Nostradamus... Um, uh, Streets Disciple. Streets Disciple. That was another one. So Nostradamus, Streets Disciple, Nasir. They're kind of in that same vein. I it's, think it's not one of his best. It wasn't. No. But yeah, no. It's, it has to go in the catalog because Kyle been talking about Nas album done for like two years now. Just one. That album came out like four years ago. Exactly. <laughs> 
So the album came out four years ago, but Cal been talking about it for like half the time. Right. So no, the album with that song on there came out four years ago. Oh, oh, damn. That's like three Khaled albums ago. Wow. It's been that many. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I think that was still when Khaled was still on fucking um Mr. Yeah. Cash Money. Yeah, he was still. That was, was still his last on... Cash Money album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Right. That's crazy. Although that beat, that's that beat for that song is fucking. Woo. That shit hit so hard though. Like that's that's the kind of that's the kind of beat I'm trying to make. Like right that now. beat is fucking hard. It's like the um crazy. the victory lap beat. Yes. It's like it's like that. And I've been I've been playing victory lap like crazy. Like I I I needed motivation this week to just keep moving forward and just get this week over with. You know, get some commission work done. I just like halfway through this week I was just I was dead, yo. But then I put on this nip, right? <laughs> it got me wanting to do better with my life. <laughs> That's just like people talk about like a push. Like Brad's always say, like, shit, I'm ready to listen to this push and feel like I'm about to go buy a brick tomorrow. What they hitting for? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Brass, man. Right. So Shout out to the body, Brass. So with that being said, the Nas album came and it got posted late. And then as quick as Nas album got posted, all the attention went away. Because mm-hmm. in the same day, mind you, how this happened is I was sleep on my fucking couch because niggas sleep on their couch. Whatever the case Providing that they have one. Well, yeah, my couch is comfortable with shit. So if you sleep, you sleep, you, sleep, you sit on my couch for any other time, you probably fall asleep. It's, it's hella hard to get this guy to wake up. Hey, look, I be tired, shit. <laughs> shit, I, I don't sleep. I sleep three, four hours a night and fuck. Shit. So with that being said, I get an alert from Tidal on my phone. Yes, I have Tidal. We're going to talk about that shit in a minute, too. Mm-hmm. So I I get an alert from Tidal, and it's saying something about everything is love, the Carters, and I kind of have sleep. So I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, I, I was going to dismiss, and I didn't. So then I go to sleep. I fall back asleep. I wake up, and I'm on Facebook, and everybody's like, oh, my God, Beyonce and Jay-Z dropped the album. Oh, my God. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, I saw and that I'm too. like, wait a minute, and I I'm like, and I look at just everything is love alert on my phone again. And I'm like, what the fuck? I click on it, it's the album. So yes, yeah, these motherfuckers, they dropped decided to drop an album out of nowhere. Now, granted, I knew they were going to drop some music because of the tour. Although I feel like if you wanted people that's already been to the tour, you pissed off, right? Because they already, people got already your seen money. the show. They, they mad you. as hell. Because I'm sure they didn't perform your song. Because if they had, we would have heard about it by now. Mm-hmm. No. I would have been mad as fuck. Nah, son. So, with that being said, Jay-Z and Beyonce drop an album, Everything is Love. It's nine, ten songs, if you count the one that's not on that so, album. So, it's kind of like a full-length It's LP. a full-length album um, of them together. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say... Oh, and then they also drop an accompanying video for a song called Ape Shit. <laughs> and just to... Just to kind of show you the levels of stunting this niggas decided to pull. This, this ain't this ain't. This stunting. is this, like this super. This is, this is fucking ultra instinct labels of stunting. These motherfuckers. These motherfuckers. Yeah. video at the fucking Louvre. And for you uncultural folks that don't know what the Louvre is, tell them what the Louvre is. It's the museum where the fucking Mona Lisa is. Located in France, in big, the heart of France. Right. It's in France. There's a big ass triangle, glass triangle. Right there, it's look. 
You can't just film a fucking music video. No, you can't, like, you can't just not film just music any, video. Not just any, like, they niggas in here at Ratchet as Hell, the chicks dancing all over the fucking place, yeah. Beyonce wilding out. These niggas filming a black-ass hood in a fucking wilding-ass party video at the motherfucking Louvre. Flex, niggas. Fuck both of them for that shit. Flex. This middle finger I'm holding up, you guys can't see, is virtual middle finger. He's doing it in full force, man. For the record, a virtual a middle finger when we when say fuck you like that, that means you know what you just trying to you showing fuck off. Just one point. Yeah, you that just out. you just so you not take middle nice finger. Enough. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put another one up. You take both these oh, fucking middle fingers. Shoot, double bird. Fuck both of y'all. Double bird. For that shit. I but I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all stunting on us on, and everybody. So so I actually did a a because uh, you know I like to do my research sometimes. A lot of the art pieces were from the Napoleon age. Right. And it's all about. The video is pretty much all about, yeah, we reclaimed our power. Yance is queen. She about to take over shit. Sean in the back, like, hey, I got the five-point star around my neck. What up, though? Finna spit this verse in front of the triangle. And this, this mint green suit. Oh, yeah, and I got my album all hair out. Let's go. Well, the thing is, this is more than album all hair out. He's been growing that hair since before. His album was still out. So he's not, know, but you he's know, not like, he... I think he's just growing his fro at this point. Because I think on one, um, at the, one of the festivals he performed at, he actually had uh, dreads in it. He had it twisted twist it out. So mm. I think he's actually just growing his hair. He's throwing mm. out. Okay. You know, but you know him and Beyonce been on their own intro Afrocentric shit. So it makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, he's been growing his fro. He even talked about an album growing his fro out. But as far as just that, he's just growing his fro now. He's, he's let me just touch on the fashion real quick. Uh, let me just touch on that real quick because that's the kind of thing I'm into. Uh, Yonsei was wearing that the, the MCM uh, bodysuit, coat and all, with the hat on like it's 1998, stunting on you with peanut butter MCM on, like, and then and then like, what else she had on? She had on this crazy dress standing in front of the Nike statue, the goddess of victory, and just straight wilding on niggas, man. Right. Wow. And she rapping on the shit. Rapping. At, she on the singing. last verse, she, she, she was bars. singing in the beginning, but the end, she just like, the, uh, she they going. I'm like, bitch, really? She, she, got, she got those some quite. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm not the hugest Beyonce fan. Me neither, but, but you got to admit. I will say this. I love swagged out Beyonce. When she talking shit, I like that Beyonce. Hell yeah. And she talking shit the entire album. And so the album... It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. First of all, the fact that Jay still can spit like he spit. Right. That's incredible. Because he spit some shit on his album. He spit some shit on his album. Like my favorite bar was like, uh, my favorite bar was, tell the, tell the, turn the, blah, 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 blah. Tell the NFL, we don't, tell the NFL, said, we don't need NFL you. Down, I don't need you. We, I don't need you. We got stadiums too. Right, because that was a fucking zoo. Mind you, they're doing state. This is a stadium tour. They're selling out right now. Exactly. Just want to point that out. This is a stadium tour. Mm-hmm. This is not a this arena not a, tour. This is not an in house thing. Stadium tour. And let me let me let me go back on the move real quick. They reserved it six months in advance. Like, listen, we finna take over all the hallways. We taking over your basement. You got six months to get shit together. Right. Clean up all the paintings. Look, we about to shoot these. Blue probably called in and like, yeah, my mommy and daddy, they want to. Mommy and to, daddy. 
Um, there are no pores allowed. First of all, and they you see the memes when uh, look on Boo's face and he's like, "All oh, the pores." She yes. really do be looking disgusted <laughs> and like, "You fucking peon, fucking peon, <laughs> you this fucking guy, this fucking guy, these fucking guys." What the hell is that? Is that a Hyundai? The cloth <laughs> interior. <Ugh. laughs> get this up. Get this. Ew. Get this away from me. Like, mommy, mommy, um, comments. Uh, look. <laughs> Right. Commoners. <laughs> Mommy, no, what are those? Oh, so the those album people is dope. Are... JB spitting some shit. They on they, they on they, 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 they king and queen shit. They on that. We trying to. Oh, he referenced like one of the things he talked about was like on the song Friends. Because the Kanye always talked about how they didn't go to his wedding. And on the song, he was like, dude, I don't care. Like, if my wife was about to leave me, dog, I'm... Exactly. I, I got going, bigger things to worry about. I ain't going no fucking where. What, you want Jay-Z to call you? Like, exactly. I'm supposed to like, I'm, I'm not coming. No, nigga, I got more. And he said, that nigga moved his whole family to the West Coast to fix his shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, fuck all it is. I'm going. No, I, I'm mo- I am moving from London to the West Coast. He's like, I'm moving everybody. We moved everybody. I'm, I'm taking Boo. I'm taking the twins. We finna like, fix this shit. Like, yeah, like... Dude had to get this shit together. You wasn't worried about you though. I'm sorry, and if yeah, you can't yeah. understand that you're my friend. <laughs> he, said, Ta- he said, He said, Tata be in my crib. He said, All these niggas be there. He's like, He said, Like, if something ever happened to me, he said, Shit, me more like fall out. I ain't leaving. Shit, I don't care if the house burned him. I'm staying right there. Right he said, Tata, he said, Tata, take all my kids after he stopped breathing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> like, nah, nigga. Like, what the fuck? Like, niggas don't get that shit. Like, and then, yeah. and just the concept of friends in general, like you know that show, that song is a real song because, like, people won't understand. Like, I, people like, how many friends you got? And when you really think about it, like, I, I don't like people would tell me you got like 15, 20 friends. I look at them sideways. Yeah. Because this is really because having that, them ain't really your friend. Those ain't your friends. Those may be people you cool with, but your real friends are the people that no matter what. Like y'all don't have to talk every day. Me and my best friend don't talk every day. Nope. But if I if I'm dead broke in the gutter right now, I'll call that nigga. Ralph would be on the next fucking plane smoking. Hell yeah. I could say the same thing for Chris. I could say the same thing for my brother Brass. Mm-hmm. Like I know who I say same thing to my brother Jones. Like I know who my friends are. Shout out to Jones. Those are the people that I know no matter what, when I when I need them, I'm in the worst state possible. They there. And at the same time, when I'm in my best states possible, they there. They don't switch up depending on where I'm at. Nah. Because you have people in your life that'll switch up and they'll when you good, they wanna be around, but when you bad, they don't wanna be around. They wanna be they wanna reap the benefits of all this shit when you winning. But if you ain't you ain't winning, niggas don't wanna be you ain't you ain't seeing them. Nope. They you don't hear from them niggas, the niggas disappear. Mm-hmm. At the same time, your friends also the ones that understand the shit. I can't see you every day because I got shit to do. Right, we both got lives. Man. We got lives. We, we adults right now. We trying to we trying to motivate and push each other. That's another thing about it. Your friends are the ones that motivate you. Because yeah, yeah. like a few years ago, I was in a bad space, and I was here for every minute of it. And my brother Jones, what? that nigga cussed me out. <laughs> he basically said, "Stop acting like a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> And not so many words. And not so many words. And you know what though? That was what I needed. It was what I needed to hear at the time. I may have not wanted to hear that shit, and I maybe was like, "Fuck you too, nigga." But, (laughs) but it was what I needed to hear. 
Because at the end of the day, your friends are not going to be there when it's convenient. They're not going to give you convenience at, convenient ass answer. They're going to give you the real shit and real when you need it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to sugarcoat anything because at the same time, they. Because first of all, no friends want weak ass people around. I don't want weak ass people around me. And I want my friends want no weak ass people around them either. That's why y'all barely see me now. I, ex- I, I, I've excommunicated many of you motherfuckers. I have no problem doing it. He's still going. Right. Shit. The count has been rising on his end. Shit. Y'all, y'all niggas just don't see me. Right. Y'all gotta hit me up personally. <laughs> like, y'all gotta let me know when's it going down. I might show up. <laughs> right. But no, like, you know. But yeah, it was a, the album is good though. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's what I expected. For the most part, um, I you know Jason was spitting, Beyonce was on her talking shit. Shout out, shout out to Pharrell for producing such a crazy track with uh, Quavo and Takeoff on the ad libs. That just that just made it more thorough, for real. Like when I saw the video, I had this shit on repeat for about a day or so, knowing how I do. Because when I hear something hot, it's playing the rest of the day. I don't care if you get annoyed by it or not. It's playing the rest for the day. I'm sure this girl was annoyed by it. Oh, she hasn't even... <laughs> been even got to that part yet. All right, so... Going... So, speaking... So, first of all, and uh, speaking on Jay-Z and Beyonce album, of course, it was only available on title at first. Mm-hmm. And so, so, I it's really... World, it's worldwide now? Oh, yeah, it is. So, I don't really like to diss our elder statesmen or our OGs in the hip-hop game, but I got to call out Snoop. Uh, I got to call out Snoop. What's he done now? So, this is the second time this has happened. So, um, I think back when 444 came out, mm-hmm. Snoop posted this video on Instagram basically saying, I don't understand this whole title bullshit. Why can't I just get it on Apple Music? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, why don't y'all make this easy? I said, it's pretty simple. Sign up a fucking title. Bitch, you can get it. Exactly. The only reason it's, it's not, not hard. You, it's not hard, but because Apple Music is always on your, already on your phone, you think that's easier. No, that's no. just the convenience of you having an iPhone. Exactly. It's not it's, that it's, much harder. It's a literal convenience. It's really not that hard. So, you know, that happened. He's like, you know, Hove, I love you, my boy, but this title, y'all got, you know, this title shit, man, y'all making it. Why can't everybody just have it? Why can't you just have it on here? It's like, let's, let's be clear here. Jay, does Jay still own title? Yes. So, of course, he's going to put it on his and shit. And that's kind of the point I'm getting to. That's kind of the point I'm getting to. But so then when the Beyonce and, and Jay Z, um, he did this same, they posted a video doing the same shit, saying the same, exactly. same thing again. Exactly. And it's like, okay. I get it. Snoop has never been like I don't know Snoop's business acumen. For the most part, I think people just come to Snoop with ideas. I don't think Snoop is like the tycoon businessman. Nah, it's he's, not Snoop. He's really, he's really. He's the perfect the spokesperson for things because people recognize him. Yes. Hey, Snoop, you want to do this? Snoop, hey, Snoop, Snoop you is a good. Snoop is a good face for somebody's company. Right, and that's what it's been. That's the reason why he has a game show and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said. I don't think Snoop gets it. Like, I, like, have you been listening to what they've been talking about? About black ownership and me owning my own shit and me doing this my way instead of conforming to what the what y'all want me to do. Exactly. That's the whole point. 
That's, and a, for that's somebody the main like, reason why they put everything is love on title. And that's and they own it. Right. And that was my point. So it's like for somebody like Snoop who's an elder statesman in the game, I get it, dude. You need to research this shit before you go out here just being saying stupid shit. Because you saying shit like that is the reason why people complain about title now. Mm-hmm. Because they look at it like, well, somebody like Snoop who's in the game is confused and don't understand it and shit. Well, I'm supposed to accept it. You, you just part of the problem, like dog. Exactly. You can't like you're you're undercutting the shit he's trying to create here. The whole point is he's trying to create something, a foundation for us to do our own shit. Matter of fact, wasn't that what 444 was all about? That was 444. That's what a lot of fucking everything is love was only about. Your shit. Other than the fact it was about love, it was about that too. Well, it was about yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's. The other, the flip side of 444 was about love, but the, but well, no, the main saying, point, everything is love was about both. It was about that too. Well, yeah, they both talking well, about it. like even specifically, like even Beyonce said, if I ever fuck like on one of the songs, she was like, if I if I give a fuck about uh, streaming, I would have put I would have put Eliminate on Spotify because uh-huh. apparently Eliminate is still not on Spotify. <laughs> Eliminate album is still not on Spotify. Come on. And the funny and the ironic thing about that is right before she uh when uh, my sister, um. Right after I listened to that song, my sister was on Facebook talking about, "Hey, where do I find the the new out their album?" And I said, "You got to only get on title." I was like, "Oh shit!" I got said it won't be. Why they can't just put it on Spotify? Why don't let me be great, right? And so in my head, I instantly <laughs> thought about that line that Beyonce said. So then, great. like an hour later, after she heard it, she posted that as like, "I felt that in my soul. I felt like she not letting me be great." I said, "It's funny because exactly when you told me about Spotify, I laughed because I had that line in my head." She's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I had that exact line in my head when you said it, and I just was going, I'm going to wait till she, she hear it. She's going to understand. Shout out to KC, man. Right. 2 so, a.m. gang. 2 a.m. podcast Brr. all day. Check it out. iTunes and all that other good shit. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Right. So, with that being said, I just felt like, you know, we got we to gotta, we gotta be on the same page. And I feel like as somebody in the in the game that has respect and has the following, you need to be up on what's going on in the game and understand why he didn't put the shit right on Apple Music and Spotify right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. There's a point to it, mm-hmm. but it seems like people miss the point. It's like They miss the point and they view it as something that's selfish because people want access when they want access. And so if it don't come in the way that they want it, it's like it's a problem. It's an inconvenience. It's an inconvenience to them, so now it has to be a problem. It's like, no, motherfucker. Just I'm doing this for a app. reason. Just get the motherfucking app. And I said, you fucking Snoop Dogg, nigga, I'm sure you can get this shit for free. Hell, it could probably be hand-delivered hand to you. Right. I'm sure they'll give you a free CD. account. I'm sure they'll give you a free account. You're fucking Snoop Dogg. Come on, son. Make a phone you call. You can have eight free accounts and still not go. Make a fucking make a phone call. Come on, man. Hey, Rock Nation, I need a free account to, uh, for fucking uh, title. Okay. No problem. You're nope. Snoop. What the fuck? Because what I like realized a, a long like time a ago, rich people don't pay for shit. Nope. Broke people don't pay for shit. No, I'm, but rich people don't pay for shit because they're rich. People, well, rich people, people don't, don't pay for have shit. to pay for shit. That's what I'm saying. Broke people don't pay for shit because they can't afford it. Yeah. Rich people can afford it, but they don't have to pay for it because most companies are going to get them free shit. Exactly. For example, like I said, when I worked, face. when I was a manager for Sprint, and it's going to be a lost reference on a lot of people. But Chris Chelios, who's a play for the Red Wings for like 20 some odd years, he owns a place in the city called Chelios mm-hmm. to like one in Dearborn, one in Detroit. 
whatever the case may be, he used to come in our store all the time. Come to find out, his phone that he had on his uh, was not on his, his own name. It was on a fucking Sprint demo account out of fucking our home, our fucking home office in Kansas. Mm. So he didn't pay a fucking bill. Sprint paid for his fucking bill. <laughs> Why? Because he was Chris motherfucking Chelios. That's and rather, and rather than fucking like make Chris Chelios pay a bill like he can't fucking afford it when he's sitting courtside at Pistons game in the fucking Final Four. Hey, no, nah, we gonna give him a free motherfucking account. So I'm just saying, like, if you don't pay for shit, once you get famous enough, you get attention, you mention some shit, you're gonna start getting fucking deliveries. Hey, man, hey, man, we mentioned these clothing on. Next thing you know, you're gonna be starting getting shit because you know why? It's free promo mm-hmm. for them to see, yo, you won't, you get, you got a, a, a platform. By the way, as this podcast gets bigger and we start mentioning shit, I have no problem accepting your free shit. Just want to point that out. Hey. <laughs> Mike's hard lemonade. What up, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sipping on that shit. Hey, it's nah. a straight lemonade. Hey, it's, we ain't getting paid for that now, so I'm mentioning shit. Actually, <laughs> I paid for this shit. <laughs> Both cases. Right. Whatever the case may be. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I feel like we need to you know understand the whole point of what they're trying to do, and they're trying to build this this you know it's all about black excellence. We're trying to we're trying to promote that shit and build that shit because at the end of the day, that's what we about. So with that being said, everybody need to be on the same page. That means look. Support motherfucking titles. Stop being a bitch. He even talked about it on the album when he's talking about niggas want to act like you know, like you, you a boss when you really you got a boss. Right. Niggas rather work for the men than work with me. And I'm sure that I'm pretty sure that I think it was a shot at Drake because Drake chose to work with Apple Music and go to Apple Music and work for them. Mm. Um, he, you know, as opposed to, you know, working with Jay, and he also said that line where he said, "I used to want to be signed to record fell until I realized I was, I was just, I was on the same level as Jay Z." No, you did not. No, sir. Because I don't care what people, and I'm, and this is gonna be a shock to you, Drake fans, but Drake does not make as much motherfucking money as Jay Z. Nope. Let's be clear, Drake, Jay owns shit. Does, Drake does not own any does Drake fucking have his thing. Own app? Drake has endorsement deals. Jay Z owns shit. He owns. He so also Drake, just Drake has OVO Radio, also, but Jay has title. And OVO Radio is yeah, it's not really owned by Drake. It's on. No, no, I'm saying deal. like I'm I know saying. it's a program that Apple gave him. Yeah, <laughs> it's a program, but at the same time, it's not his program. Right. Oh, also, um. Shit, Jay just became the fucking president of fucking basketball operations for Puma. And they just signed two or three of the fucking top five draft picks like to major deals. Puma ain't been in the basketball game for a while. Hell so they getting nah. but they coming back in that shit with a with a fucking vengeance and they got Jay heading that shit up. It's a wrap. I don't know if there's a conflict of interest because he owns he's an agent, but I guess, you know. Either way I, it goes, Puma is back in basketball and that's all that matters. Right. And so then also, um, also, and this is more in the fashion realm, and he was talking about Congrats to Virgil. Who to is, Virgil Abloh. Who is the, uh, who's the president the of? President, uh, president of uh, Louis, Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. Now, um, either he's president or a creative director. I think creative so. director. Creative yeah, he's director. creative director creative of uh, Louis Vuitton. The first African-American direct, um, creative director. Of Louis Vuitton. Of Louis Vuitton. That's, that's big. That's a big, big move, man. That's a big look. So, so think about it like this. For everybody that's been rocking off-white since ASAP Rocky was wearing that shit. Matter of fact, if anybody's been wearing Hood by Air since Rocky was wearing that shit, y'all got to step your game up. Because Virgil's about to be coming up with some real crazy shit for LV. Mark my words. 
All right, and this, you know, like I said, it's a really good look. So, real good match. Shout out to all the black designers. Like man. I said, a lot of black excellence going on. I'm all for it. Cause um, this is if this is the black community that you want, y'all gotta y'all gotta big up, man. Right. Y'all gotta big up our people. Right. Y'all got the y'all got the back our people that's actually out here making moves. Right. All the people that we mentioned in the last ten minutes, we you know what I'm saying they out here. If that and, if that don't make you want to do better with your life, right? And, and just sit down because it's just gonna be harder. Right. Life is and, gonna be way harder. Because there's a lot of people even on the you know on the local level that's doing their thing, and you gotta. And the more those people get the the attention and the shine, it's the more opportunities for everybody else. Exactly. So we all gotta keep pushing that shit. It's black excellent. It's not. It's not just the higher level. It's every level. It's every level. It's right. all levels. Right. So moving on. So last week. So. We hadn't heard from Drake since the Pusha beef. Nope. So then he just he had, I know right you know right in the middle of it he dropped that uh, I'm upset song but it got kind of overshadowed it was some his singles but it got overshadowed by the fact that Pusha came back with the story of they Don and that got now I title. will say this the song is just alright uh, uh, this is alright but the video hold on hold on I'm gonna get to that I'm, okay. I'm, we, don't get, no, we don't wanna jump too far ahead uh, we don't wanna jump the chart yet so no so with that being said so he dropped the I'm upset single right in the middle of the push, push and beef he kinda got overshadowed he dropped the song and it got overshadowed because the you know story I did I came on everybody forgot about it case so, in point we still haven't heard anything when he's angry yes, yeah right so with that being said um I'm upset is a a filler ass song. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I can put it. Mm-hmm. That is a filler ass album cut. So I'm upset is pretty much a bleach episode, right? For a Naruto episode. A Naruto is filler episode. Nah, 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 nah. It's a Dragon Ball Z episode. Nah, Naruto it's a filler episode more. where everybody's just Naruto <laughs> has over 500 episodes, and I can guarantee you at least a half of those bitches was filler. <laughs> That's just for Shaputin, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. That's just just Shaputin. That's just Shaputin. We ain't talking about the OG. Just Shaputin had five hundred episodes. God. I can guarantee you two hundred fifty of them bitches was a hiller. I can guarantee. Nope. 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 Guarantee in my fucking fucking Remy LeBeau voice. And this this guy is the Naruto aficionado. Right. So with that being said, so Drake Drake decides to drop the video finally for the, for that whack ass song. I'm upset. And so the song is nothing to, to, to call home about. It's not. Not really. But my timeline lit up because, oh my God, the video, which start with him in some NBA arena sleep. Toronto Raptors. Okay. He, he, was, in, Raptors, he, was, in, he well, was in the middle of uh, Toronto Raptors. He's in the middle of the Toronto Raptors um, arena. He gets up. He, well, I guess he's trying to show off. So he recreates the Degra- uh, he has a Degrassi reunion. So mm-hmm. for those new and know, you know Drake started out on the show Degrassi show, you know, you know. A show based in Canada. It was actually I'm sorry, Degrassi the new generation, next generation. Yeah, it was next generation. The next generation because the original Degrassi happened in like the 80s or some shit mm-hmm. um, in Canada, and so the next generation was what it was. Uh, that's the wheelchair Jimmy thing that he you know he played wheelchair Jimmy kid got shot and, and they got the guy who shot. So he got all of the cast in the fucking video. Now, first and foremost, I'm sure I understand the nostalgic points of view. First of all, I fucking hated Degrassi. My little sister used to watch that bullshit. I fucking hated it. It's part of the reason I didn't like Drake at first, because <laughs> I was going to give him a chance, and my sister told me he used to be on grass, and I nope. said, nope, time out. <laughs> it wasn't until two months later I heard so far going, I was like, alright, I guess I'll give him a chance. But, with that being said, 
my timelines was my mom because a lot of people I get it you guys grew up watching Degrassi fuck Degrassi that's my first point I always saw the episode where Jimmy got shot fuck Degrassi that's where I came in <laughs> fuck Degrassi <laughs> Fuck Degrassi. Whatever the case may be. I get sure. it. But I get it though. It's very nostalgic. It's no different than when Bruno put the um used the Living Color set for his video. Mm-hmm. It you know, it took me back to when I was watching the Living it, Color. So it I took get us back it. to a simpler time. I get it. I get the nostalgic version. you know, he got everybody in there. Oh my god, he even got the guy that shot him in the I said it was a fucking TV show. You think he still hates the guy? It was he was acting, you do realize that. Oh my god, he even got the guy that shot him, really. Y'all say that like they weren't actors. <laughs> Second of all, what are those people really doing today if Drake called them they weren't gonna be in the video? They wasn't doing shit. Now I will now the one that wasn't exciting to me. Now the fact that he had Jay and Silent Bob in the video though. Yeah. I'll noise, give him noise, that one. Noise. <laughs> I'll give him that one. Cause that one speaks to my heart. Yep. <laughs> If if y'all so, if y'all don't know nothing about Marvel, because I can guarantee or, you, most of the kids that were for the Jurassic shit don't know who Jay and Bob Silent yeah, Bob are, nah, yeah. and that so that is a travesty of justice. But I will give him props for that noise, for having noise, noise. Jay and Silent Bob in there. I will give him credit for that. I will give him props for that. Other than that. I get it. You kids like Degrassi. The song is trash. I'm sorry. Noise, There's no way. Noise, noise. Who got the weed? I got the weed. The trash. The song is trash. The song is trash. Noise, and noise. I think my also issue is that how do you follow Nice for What with, and I'm God's sick. Plan up with that bullshit song? Like, is that, like who, a what the fuck is that with your rollout playing, dog? He has no rollout. Oh, I forget. His rollout got Ruben Ball pushing T. Pushing T ruined that shit. <laughs> He fucked it all up. Sorry, Aubrey. So, with that Not being sorry. said, you know. Eh, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> shouts to you, Aubrey. But um, taking the L and kind of rolling with it? Just kind of? Just, I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it, but it is taking the L. It's taking a massive L. Right. Because he didn't, he didn't have no follow-up plan. And as we as we all know, Pusha still got one in the chamber, ready to go. If this this track ever ever comes out, Pusha has a response. He's even said it on uh, Adidon. We got one more, so try it if you want to. We got something for you. All right, so um, so the last release in the um. Just uh, I guess you could say just Good Fridays, technically good. We we gonna call it Good, good Friday, Good Summer, whatever. Um, happened where so um Tiana Taylor's album got released. Um, a lot of people have been waiting for Tiana Taylor's album. Um, to be fair, and actually a lot of people probably owe this to Charlamagne, mm. because a few years ago the last time Kanye was on. Breakfast Club, he pressed him about why you guys haven't released anything about Tiana. He was like, you guys really need to do something with her. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really the thing that kind of helped put a bug in Kanye's ear that y'all really need to do with Tiana. And it finally happened. She finally dropped the album. It's eight tracks. Um, I've heard it. It's pretty good. So wait, um, she's the only person out of everybody that have an eight-track album? Yes, she's the only one that has an eight-track so album. She's, so clearly she's breaking the mold with this number seven shit. I guess so. So with that being said, the album's pretty good. Um, 
couple Most songs I really like. The production's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the last song though is called "Work That Pussy." And it literally is like work that pussy. It's really, really hilarious to me because it came out of nowhere. Because it came after a like a, a cover of We Never Would Have Made It. So like after Never Would Have Made It, it goes to work that pussy. Work that. It's like wait, what? wait, wait, what? What? <laughs> Hold on, I didn't, I didn't even hear the album. But just... who sequenced this? Kanye. Right. So <laughs> who else? But the album that was pretty good though. She had one song called Three Way. She definitely helped with some of you dudes that wanted to trying to get your chick to do a, a threesome. Oh, so that, she trying to she trying to be on the scissors shit? I'm I'm sure her and um um Amon Shumpert have done that shit. I'm guarantee you that. Well of course they they they, they they some fucking motherfuckers. <laughs> um Oh, so outside of the good music shit, um J-Rock dropped his new album, Redemption. I hear it's fire. It is dope. Um, it is definitely his best work. Um, Shout out to J-Rock, because this guy is one of the unsung heroes of TDE. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't know. He was the first cat he was, he was, signed to TDE. Yep. So, in a lot of ways, he went through a, he went through a lot of the bumps and bruises so that guys like Kendrick and Absol and, J- and, and Schoolboy, Schoolboy didn't have to. Right. He took all those bumps. So, he didn't really take off as, you know, like the rest of them did at first. And so, but, you know, this I think this is the album that finally gives him his due. It's a really good album. Album. Um, so do you, you know, think the verse in uh, 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 what's the song? Kings, uh, the Kendrick song off of uh, that was well, they, they that's yeah, the Kend- the King's Dead song is on there. They just deleted Kendrick, yeah, they just deleted Kendrick. That's the one that kind of they just elevated it. That was the song that got him his tension, I think, like mainstream was just like song that really was like, oh, shit, okay, oh, and this uh, all doing TD, you can actually go right. So yeah, I think that was the song that really got I me. Mean, people with hip hop, people knew. Well, of course. But I think the mainstream really wasn't up on J Rock like that. But J Rock is definitely probably he's probably number two, number two or three on G, on on TDE as far as rappers. Yeah, I give him. Some people I, put I him as that. some people put him as number one overall. Like some people do. Well, and I, and like I won't, you said, if you know, you know. I, like I said, if I won't, you know, like I said, and this, I don't really besmirch anybody that does. Like I'm, you know, I'm good. Whatever your ranking is, um, I'll, most I'll, people though. I say rank um, Q was the last, but I think Q's last album kind of solidified him a little bit more than that. Yeah, his last two bodies yeah. of work have been really, really great. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I really enjoyed the album. I didn't. I I, I thought I, I I remember something about the motorcycle accident. I didn't realize it was that fucking bad, mm. where he almost died. Ooh. He had a fucking fractured pelvis and all like and all the shit they had to put that together. He might have not have made it. So like yeah, it was really, really bad. I didn't know that. It was that fucking bad. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know he yeah. was an accident. Yeah, yes, it happened right after nine double five um double five nine came out. Mm. His last project. It was right after that. Mm. He was on the dirt bike and yeah. He ended up Johnny Knoxville and himself. Like yeah, he, he they say he was like they said people say I remember he was like twenty thirty feet in the air and when he came down, right. So yeah, he he but he he you know he survived. He's back, which is why he named the album Redemption. He got a um some so he has some dope song. He got a song in there with him and Cole was really dope. Mm. They actually just did a video for it. Okay. Um, check it out once we get done. Says um I can't remember what the fuck it's called. Oh, out of sight, out of mind. Mm. It's called. They actually got a pretty dope video for it. Um, and then uh, 
He also got a song. Him and Kendrick got a song. It's called The Wild Freestyle. Mm-hmm. Them niggas go to fuck in. He started out. He's, well, typical, like, typical he's like, he's like, he's like, yo, K Doc, can we get it like we used to do back when Top had the red charger? Ooh. And then they just go to fuck. Go back and forth on some, like they kill that shit. Like on some, uh, check the rhymes. Like they they go the fuck off in that shit. It's dope as hell. Mm. Um, so that shit is tight. Um, it's a, like I said, it's a really good body of work. Definitely his best work thus far. Um, I'm glad that he's finally getting attention and shine because it's a really really good album. Mm. Um, what else did I hear? Uh, Westside Gun dropped a new project. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Supreme Bontail. Yeah, Supreme Supreme Bontail um, has some, you know, some extra meaning to us because every almost every song title on there is wrestling related. Yep. Shout out to Griselda, man. Shout out to Griselda. Shout out to Griselda. Um, but it's a dope album. I think the thing about that you have to. It's like you got. It's got that old school grimy New York like nineties yeah, like vibe that, on it. That's that nineties New York. It's like that nineties grimy like. It's like the kind of like that RZA. You choose some of that RZA sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. It really no hard drums. Like no hard like eight oh eights and none of that shit. Right. This is like straight it's up straight grimy New York. Grimy, grimy New York. Straight shit. out of Buffalo. Like and the shit's hard though. It's a dope. It's shit a Cover is hard as shit. Shit, boy, the listen, cover is listen. fucking hard as shit. Westside Gun's voice solidifies that New York sound. Right, and like that that high pitch. Hey yo, I also the fact this. that you know him and him and, him um, and Conway. Conway are hauling Nash, which is you know the thing that's dear our hearts. Like that's man. Shout out to them for for the culture, for right. the culture. And for them being New Yorkers, you know, if you if you are from New York, wrestling is in your blood, no matter who you are. Right. Wrestling, like New York, is the mecca, no matter where you are. Also, kind of off subject. Apparently, from what I was was Seaway brought this to my attention earlier. I was busy, but apparently, um, there was some beef between two old school DJs, <laughs> Funkmaster Flex and. So, both two legendary DJs. Um, anybody know Flex? No, Flex tends to. Flex is. Flex tends to run off refers to him as Flex Hogan for a reason. Because he really is like the Hulk Hogan of DJing as far as like New York DJs. Yeah, exactly. Because he's that one that like really is boisterous and talks, runs his mouth. Matter of fact, he got into it with Peter Rosenberg. Mind mm-hmm. you, you're on the same fucking station. Mm-hmm. And his comment was, he said, you won't smoke? Call me Mr. Chimney. Call me Mr. I Chimney. I won't smoke. I won't smoke. I'm like, what? Mr. Chimney? Mr. Chimney, huh? Like Mr. he's Chimney, really he save me and like I'll give Flex credit. He been killing it with his his freestyle series lately. But just, you need to shut the fuck up. Flex. <laughs> so Stop. So I'm kind of seeing, oh, what I'm trying to see. What is this talking about? Apparently Kid Capri had time today. Kid Capri had like four or five videos back to back to back just going in on Flex. Like one of those videos he was like, yo, if you wanna, if you wanna settle this, let's battle. Or you know let me saying? see. Let me let me play. Let me see if I can play one of these videos. Let's see. Let's see. We got the audio. Let's see if we can get that audio going. Hold on. Mm. Yeah, this this showed up 
uh, while I was at work. And I made a little blurb about it on Facebook, as I usually do. This dude showed up like, wait, what? Yeah, let me go to Kid Capri's place. Let me see what I can pull this shit up. Because I'm like, this, I'm like, what? Was this 1994? Apparently so. We taking it back. We taking it back to a simpler time where wasn't no guns. There was a talk about guns, but everybody gets stomped out in New York, apparently. Everybody wears Sims in New York, so everybody will be getting stomped on. Okay, you know, at the tunnel. You talking greasy? Oh, here it is. Here it is. You got to prove it to me now. Now you got a wall you got to run through. Kid Capri, I'm calling you out. I want all the smoke. So do what you got to do. Get on your radio station. Tell all your 9 million viewers or listeners that Kid Capri is on your ass. Because that's how it's going to go. Yeah, we still family. I still love you to death. But you need a spanking. You talk too crazy. And you just, you talk too crazy. And I'm going to shut you up. All right? Yeah, me, kid. Let everybody know, the whole music industry, the kid is after you. What you want battle for names? You can't use flex no more if you lose. I can't use kid no more if I lose. What about 100,000? You want that? Let's just do it for fun. How about that? Let's go on the, we should have did it at Summer Jam in front of 60,000. Right. Um, you see how he took my nigga, glasses, you like always it. picking on DJ Clue and all the less ferocious DJs that don't bother you? Come see me. Come see me. I love you. I got love for you. Shit, you play my records. We we like family. We have conversations, all that. But when you say you're the best of the city, you shitting on me, Red Alert, shitting on Scratch, you shitting on Grandmaster Flash, you shitting on every DJ that come from the city. Let's just say what it is. They not going to say nothing to you because, you know, I don't know. I'm, I ain't saying they ain't going to say nothing, but a lot of people ain't going to say nothing to you because they scared that you ain't going to look out for them and hook them up. I just told you a minute ago, sometime you act funny, you told me why you texted a funny dude. You know... You know, we supposed to be men, right? And if I give you criticism, you're supposed to be able to take that, right? But you ain't take that like that. So let's play. What's up? Let's play. All right? <laughs> about this business, right, boy. Right. So this is, like, this may be go behind some of the old, the younger people that listens, but for us, boy, this, this is, shit funny as hell. This is hilarious. Because <laughs> if you know Flex, and first of all, I'm mad that DJ Jesse Jeff posted some popcorn emojis at the bottom of this comment <clears throat> and in the comment section. Like, Shout out to Jesse the, Jeff. The comment section for all the DJs is hilarious. Yes. The whole DJ community is all in. <laughs> Get your popcorn ready. You know, after you talk all your shit, you know, your flunk, funk flex shit, you know, your slump flex shit shit, your dunk flex shit, your punk flex shit, you know, all your shit. When you start talking all your shit, make sure you tell them that no DJ downtown was talking on a microphone to kick your pre-boarded down there. Make sure you tell them that. When you say that you got your style from everybody else, shout to my brother Red Alert, my uncle Red Alert, and the great cool, the great um, Chuck Chillout, absolutely. But when you talk, make sure you say that when Kid Capri came downtown from uptown, nobody was talking on the mic to Kid Diddy in the building in the powerhouse. Nobody. And that created a whole career for DJs all over the world. Make sure you tell them that. Let's tell them who the mixtape king was from the beginning to I stopped. Right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is hilarious. This shit is hilarious. In a perfect world, we got this DJs. This shit is beefing. fucking hilarious. This is a beautiful thing. This is a beautiful thing. And we got more. 
Yeah, no, I'm we not got, gonna go. We got more. Coming back on Apparently, this nigga uh, gets fucks. Uh, decided to be a bitch and post it like the text message between him and uh, between him and uh, fucking um, kid or whatever. But this shit's hilarious. Mm. <laughs> this shit's fucking hilarious. But nah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. This this is just like I was all for it, like. You know, when I thought it was gonna be something dope, the um, first of all, somebody else real got to actually go up against fucking um, fucking uh, Swiss, cause the if you ain't hype like him, you can't win that battle. No, not at all. Well, no, I'll say this: Timberland can't win that battle. I shit, I thought Just Blaze had a chance. Yeah, Just Blaze had a chance, but until Swiss pulled out the, the out of some fucking, you know, you got some G, some G14 classified shit in the tuck. Um, but Pharrell might have a decent shot, but Pharrell ain't that kind of dude to like. Right, he's he's not. He's just gonna press play. Right, Primo will kill him though. Cause Primo will play the shit and be scratching right, right. doing the shit. Listen, Primo he will, will make, fuck you up. Primo will recreate the beat right there in front of right you, right there, with the sample and then put on the Gangstar sample, <laughs> <laughs> killing it. But yeah, it's I'm all with the smoke though. I'm all I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm all for, for old heads going at each other and shit. I'm all here for it. I'm, I'm definitely here for all this. Definitely. But uh. With that being said, do you have anything else you want to touch on? Anything else going on in the world that you thought you would um, like to mention? Um, no shameless plugs yet. We'll get to that. Nah, nah, not yet. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, I've just been kind of under the radar as far as uh, as far as everything else is concerned. Uh, just going through some life stuff. <laughs> life happens. That's that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to level my own life up, so I don't really have time to be, uh, uh, catching up on everything, but I guess the biggest purchase for my month is I finally bought UFC 3. <laughs> That's a video game, if people don't know. Yeah, so, you know, for Team Xbox, by the way. Um... Yeah, I haven't really gotten around to playing UFC 3. I heard it was crazy. Uh, Conor McGregor is on the cover this year. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to dabble in some UFC. I actually bought Cuphead because Cuphead looks dope. And I'm probably going to be playing it this week. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of animation and 2D shooters. Cuphead is Cuphead is dope. Like conceptually, Cuphead is dope. Like if you ever seen like the you know Warner Brothers cartoons, like the Looney Tunes cartoons, like back in the fifties, it'll give you that feel. Or better yet, for all my Disney heads out there, what you know about Steamboat Willie? That's that's all you gotta say. Steve, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to put you in that field. And, yeah, I've seen Let's, I've seen billions of Let's Plays. Um, most people are kind of trash, but, you know. <laughs> but I'm going to dive into it, and I'll give my review on Cuphead on the next episode, probably. All right. Oh, and one more thing. 
Uh, shout out to everybody with the crazy signal boost that uh, I put on Instagram about the show. Shout out to all y'all that supported and uh, like everything that we do. So all right, don't be we- don't be afraid to give us questions and uh, that's right. It. Yeah, we are available on iTunes and um, Google Play, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Uh, still working on Spotify, but we will get there. Um, but, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast, definitely check us out. Um, follow us at Down With The King Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> Down With The King Podcast on Facebook. Facebook DWTK on Twitter. Hashtag DWTK Podcast. Make it train. <laughs> right. Um, with that being said, I'm all out of shit to talk about. Um, oh, and you can also email us at Down With The King Podcast at gmail.com if you got any questions or anything you want us to talk about. Uh, with that being said... FearlessRebels.com Yes, sir. Um, so, with that being said, for C-Wade, I am Will K. The King signing off. Till next time... We out. Later, peasants. Yeah. That is true. Let's put that out there. That is true. With that being said, what's the line here? And my my issue with that is this. Is it acceptable to be some... So, and this is my say. What is acceptable if you're not black as far as the artists go? Is it so? Are you? Because my thing is, if you grew up in that culture and that's the music you grew up a fan of, because let's be clear, black music is the most influential music in history ever. Black hip hop culture is the most dominant culture (laughs) in history. Yes. So if you grew up and that's the culture you grew up in, that's all you're gonna know. That's the music you took to. So what are you basically saying is that even though I grew up listening to and loving this music. I can't make this music because it's not my music. That's bullshit. I don't agree with that. Because the same could try people try to say the same thing about M in the beginning. But M niggas from Detroit know, first of all, he was always in the hood. Right. That you niggas would, to hang he, around. You would always find Chalmers or you somewhere. You always find M in the shelter or somewhere on Brunion Ave. Or in on Chalmers or on the East Coast on the East Side visiting Kim. Yes, sir. So that's what I'm saying. If you grew up in that culture, you grew up in that hood, or that's the culture you grew up under listening to. I can't begrudge you if you like if you love that music and you want to make that music. The caveat to that is this: you have to give credit to the people that made that music. And so, with that being said, Justin is always giving credit to the people that he he grew up listening to and loving for that music. Always the same. Bruno Mars has Bruno Mars is. is Constantly said that all this music is is come it came from black people. Uh-huh. He, Especially his last album, Twenty Four Karat Magic. Purposely said that consistently in every interview you find, he will say that. So with that being said, you can't get you know you can't sit here and pick this line and say, well, you know, it's cultural provision. Well, no, if he's giving he's paying homage, he's made it clear that he understands who created this movie music. But that's the music he's a fan of. I can't stop him from making it or saying no because he's choosing to make this music. That's the music he grew up on. And who are you to stop this grown ass man from doing what he loves? First off, right? If you love the music and you have a passion for the music, do it. Because my thing is, if he didn't, the music wouldn't be as good as it was. No. It wouldn't be as good as it's one thing to make a hit here projects. and there. It's another thing to make all your like all this shit is great. Yeah. So 
Hell, 24 Karat Magic is one of my favorite Bruno albums because it is funky. Right. And I feel like people need to understand and accept the fact because he's paying homage to our culture. Yeah, he's, him doing he's that living paying color, homage, paying homage print, to our uh, culture, uh, uh, doing that living color video. Yes. that's paying homage to things that our culture produced. And if you if you don't that. know what that show is, YouTube it right now. Pause it right here. Go to YouTube. I'm pretty sure you'll find Ken and Ivory Wayne's and the whole entire Wayne's family getting it in back in the '90s. Right, so it's Getting like money. <laughs> I think like we always we have this line about cultural pre- like where who we we allow in in those spaces, and it's like we got we got to figure this out because I feel like we just line is always moving. It's like a moving goalpost, and at some point we need to figure out okay, what's the line and what's not the line. I, I think what do you have to do as a person who person who's doing black music and you're not black, and what can't you do? Because at this point, it I think it changes depending on the artist and who likes them. So, well, yeah, because you got all these. You got all these new rappers, these white rappers. What's his name with the rainbow hair? He's black. He's not white. Oh, so, okay. Apparently, all right. From what I heard, I don't know. Is he? Hell, I thought know. he, he said nigga way too much for him. That's what I'm saying. Like, he he's not white. He said nigga he way too much. He got too much. many niggas around him, and he said nigga way too much for him not to be Right, like, this, if he I say it enough times, it's going to be cool. That's why I'm kind of throwing him in the mix. Like, what are you, bruh? Some Jeff Hardy knockoff? <laughs> I mean, dude. Are you talking about Takashi Six Nine? That's that's what his name. Takashi Six Nine with the the guy who has literally has Six Nine tattooed everywhere on his body. Like this guy looks like a walking My Little Pony reject, and it's just ugh. I can't even bring myself to talk about him because this leave a incredibly bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> but still, it's like. But this oh no, guy, he's Mexican and Puerto Rican. Wow. So that makes so sense. So we were way off. <laughs> yeah, we're way off, but at the same time, it doesn't surprise me. Because I'm like, oh, that's another thing. Because I talked about it before how, you know, saying nigga, we talked about So I guess it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like if you that, surprise yourself, he's, in that, fat ball, he's in that fat Joe category where he's allowed to oh, say it. Oh, so he's, he's, he has that go past. He's allowed to say it, yeah, because he's, yeah, because he's another, uh, you know, he's, he has like a small percentage of nigga in him that he can say nigga. But. Uh, and that brings up an interesting point. I think that's, I think the line is if you are fully white, like straight up blonde hair, blue eyes, white, and you drop an N bomb, that's a word. Well, yeah, of course not. No, I'm not saying, I'm not even talking about that. I mean, you say N words, you're just wrong. But my, I'm more so about can you do black music like, as far as R&B, hip hop, like what is the space there? Like if you, there is no space because they've been doing it for years. But my thing is, people still now it's like in this in this in day this, and age, uh, in the woke day and age, it's we want to everybody wants to have a conversation about who's appropriate in our culture, and it's like, well, what's the space? Because my thing is, is it if that person grew up in that culture, is it really appropriate, or are they are they just doing music you grew up on? <laughs> That's that's my thing. To me, is clearly doing the things that you were grown that you grew up on. But that's not how people look at, it, and that's what my problem is. That's why I'm so I'm confused because I don't know what the line is anymore. <sighs> Again, it's always something. Um, but that being said, it, it always changes. Yeah, I'm I'm out of shit to talk about. I'm tired. Um, you got anything you want you want to cover? Um. I have been uh, keeping up with MMA stuff lately. Apparently, CM Punk has a fight tonight. Hopefully, he doesn't get killed like the last time. Well, this is apparently this is a whole new thing. Uh, you know, a whole new 
no, a more experienced version of Punk because well, he's another first, year later. It's two well, years yeah. later. So. And then on top of that, he just got done with the whole court case with WWE, which he won, by the way. Well, he won against the he won against that the, the, the defamation of character thing. Right. He won that. That was um, the only case that was there was him against the doctor. Yeah, but this is the this is the the uh, the latest one that he's pretty much been talking about on Colts podcast for a while. Um, just be you know after the whole Vegas pipe bomb thing and all that stuff and the whole him being hurt with the. Well, yeah, the, co- the whole court case was about defamation of character yeah. for the doctor. Yeah, and then so they he, basically said they just they said no, there's nothing there. So you know, in the in the last interview I saw this morning, um, he said, you know, I'm I'm happy it's over. You know, I'm I'm just it's good. I can move on so I can do this fight. I'm just hyper focused on Saturday night, which is tonight, by the way. Um, like I, said, I just hope he didn't get beat down like the last time. Yeah, that's really all I care about. Yeah. If hopefully he has a good showing, it just in the last ten seconds. Um, well, well, first, I didn't expect much for the first fight either. Yeah, because it was kind of rushed, he's, but it's been two years rushed, now. But, hopefully, you know, he's this. You know, he's had a whole year to you know train and get his bearings. So maybe he'll have an actual fighting chance. And we shall see. And then on top of that, I heard that uh, Weezy. Is free from oh, the yeah. clutches of Bird. Wayne man. is finally free from cash money. He so won. we might he, be getting that Carter album. He got a uh, well. We are getting the Carter Five. It's going to be released through Universal. And um, uh, I heard. Well, he got, I didn't he hear, us. but I, I I read on uh, Facebook was it last night or sometime around this morning, and uh, this one dude said one one uh, flick of the lighter and Push's career is done. First of all, before I want to go back and say, for first of all, congrats to Wayne for getting finally getting the settlement. Yes, he got some money now. Birdman's not playing, paying any of the money. Universal's paying all the money. Nope. So he got paying it because he's a bitch. But um, at least Wayne is freaking cash money. Right. Um, he so is he's now. Free. He's now. Well, I guess he's not a free agent anymore. He's on. You know, I guess he's his his stuff is going to be released to Universal, but he can also Universal. He can, because he signed to Universal, he can still sign to another label, and as long as it's through Universal, right? So for so example, for, if he like to a sign distribution to, deal or something. Yeah. So if he want to sign to Rock Nation through Universal, he could do that. I've always speculated that Rock Nation uh, is because he's already said Jay has been helping him through this whole process. So yeah, you never know. Because so reality is, he was supposed to sign with Rockefeller. Back Way. in the day, before Young Money became a thing, yeah. So if it wasn't for all this, probably wouldn't have went through all this bullshit. But you know, whatever the being said, uh, I think congratulations to him. But yeah, somebody did say some shit about if if oh, because the rumor was that Wayne was on a disc with Drake. First of all, if you're getting help, then you lost. I'm yeah. sorry, you yeah, help. I mean, he already Fuck did. That. He, he already did get help with Jay. That's the same thing Nikki tried when she when she was trying to come back and get Remy. Fuck all that. Don't do that, cuz. So, whatever the case may be, fuck all that shit. Um, that being said, I'm done. Uh, oh, uh, two more things for my end, cause you know I have that kind of time. Championship Wrestling League, Facebook.com, Fearless FearlessRebels.com. And follow me on Instagram at VisualCrack313. I got that word for you. <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless <laughs> fucking plug. Hey, you know, all right, man. People always try to be rappers in Detroit. I'm trying to help the. I'm trying to help the, the uh, talented ones out. You know what I mean? 
All right, man. Well, with that being said, we are signing off episode four of the Down with the King podcast. I am Will K. The King, C. Wade, and we are signing off. See ya. Howdy.